You're listening to Our Space with Matt Batiste. If I were to use one word to describe uh, the music that today's guest makes, it would be fun. It is They make such fun music. We're talking to James Bassey from uh, Between You and Me. Thanks for coming on the show today, man. Thank you for having me. Did I say that right, by the way? Is it Bassey or Bassey? It's Bassey. You got it. Good. I, I think, you know, like actual bass and, and bass. You wouldn't be the first one to think that because, I mean, it's it makes sense. For it to be that way, but when when they got nicknamed it, I was watching a lot of Gossip Girl, and Chuck Bass was the the guy, so we went with Bass. Why uh, Chuck Bass? I I don't know, just because it sounds cooler than Basie, I guess. <laughs> it's more, it's more like direct to the point. You can put a period right after it, and then, and it looks cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this up. It's just I, I just got to say my name got saved in my friend's phone when I tried out for this band as James Bass, and then it became Bass, and then that was it. I mean, that works. That's that's one way to get a nickname. Um, so you're in the UK right now as we speak, but uh, pretty soon you're going to be heading to North America and. Uh, I heard that this is your first time ever touring North America. We've, we've toured there a few times, but first time headlining, which is daunting, but very exciting. Is there anything in particular about headlining North America that you're really excited for? Um, I'm, I'm actually very excited to see if we fail or pass. <laughs> what do you mean fail? Like, like if people will turn up or not, or people will enjoy us headlining. Um, I think just the risk of doing a headline tour in North America is like the pinnacle for an Australian band to like break it in America. And if we can pull off a a decent headline tour, I think we'll be very excited about that. Yeah, I guess there must be a lot of pressure sort of doing that too, because you're also traveling so far. Yeah, it's a big risk. It's definitely a a big risk for us. Uh, Is there anywhere that you're particularly excited to hit? Uh, Northeast for sure, like New York, Boston and Philly has always done well for us on the support tours we've done. Um, so very excited to hit those spots. Um, yeah, it's just always a good time. What would you say like the biggest differences from Australia to doing North America? I feel like people in North America give a shit a little bit more. They go a little bit harder than home. Like we try and amp them up at home, but we don't have to do it in America. Like people just go, I think I, maybe it's because we're from Australia and people are excited that because we don't come there that often that it goes off a little bit harder. I think, I think the scene is more ingrained in the people that come out to shows like with, with Australia, it's a little bit harder because, um, I would say the style of music that we play isn't as popular and there's there's more of a market in the US where where we can thrive. So I think that's why it would go off harder. So there's not really a big like pop punk type scene in Australia then? I, I would yeah, pretty much I would say. Like unless unless like you're with us, like Bill I would say like the scene isn't as thriving as it used to be um maybe let's say five, six years ago. At home, anyway. You have a new EP coming out this year as well. We do. Do we have a, a date for the EP? Uh, I don't know. We have an exact date, but it's definitely going to be. I think it's going to drop mid tour, hopefully, if not just after the US tour. We because we've just recently like gone independent, and this EP is basically like a testing ground of the different ideas that we wanted to throw maybe into a record whenever we get around to doing that. So I think this was a good time for us to take a few chances of like and push ourselves in a, a few other directions that we maybe wanted to try and see how those songs go so um definitely looking forward to the next song coming out i think it's actually our best song that we've ever written so very excited for people to hear that it like the direction that you guys want to sort of move into is it is there a specific like sound that you were trying to capture with the with the new song or with the new songs that you're writing 
I don't think it's a, a particular sound or style. I think we're, we're really, like you said at the start, like you said that we sound like fun. And I think we're just really trying to encapsulate that. And, it, and we love playing the pop punk stuff. Like it's bread and butter. We love, that's like our favorite thing to do. But we also like listening to a bunch of different other styles of music. And I think that will show in the EP. And like, it's not that we're straying too far from what we like doing. It's just that we, we really blended the elements a lot. I think old stuff and what we like, we're like trying to push and bring into it on this new stuff that we're putting out. Yeah, It's always cool when people bring more influences into it and you don't get defined by a specific genre, right? Yeah. We're just, we pretty much just want to play rock and roll and whatever that banner is for people, we're going to try and broaden our horizons in that as well i know that you have a new song that's coming out it'll probably be out by the time the podcast actually goes up um i haven't heard that song yet either which i when i found out that you guys had a new song coming out soon i was like oh i wish uh i wish they sent me that so i could actually hear we could talk a little bit more about that is there any sort of like thing that you could talk about that song knowing that it will already be out by time this podcast comes out I believe it's going to be out on Feb 21. Mm-hmm. The song is called In the Middle. And it's about like uh, a toxic relationshipy kind of vibe where you really love this person and I guess they really love you, but you might, might have lose track of that somewhere along the line, but it's too broken to keep going. Um, a lot of, I think... A lot of uh, influence was taken. Like during the time we were recording, I was going through some stuff, and Jake was vicariously riding through me because he was his well was a bit dry. Um, so for me, I think that's why I really like that song because when I listen to it, it makes me cry, but it also makes me very happy that we made a beautiful piece of art from it. <laughs> it sounds like you've got like a, a big like emo vibe with that one. Oh, for sure, yeah, emo, but also very like I don't know how to put it. It's l- I don't know, Kid Leroy mixed with Between You and Me. Let's go with that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got that the sad boy vibes, but at the same time, yeah. you still have the pop punk fun aspect to it. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned that, you know, he sort of took your situation and wrote a song about that. Are you guys constantly sort of almost like being each other's therapists, especially on the road uh, and finding ways to sort of turn those situations into songs? I don't know if it's like a particularly like a conscious effort to put those things into songs, but I, we do talk a lot. We like, obviously we've become very close friends and I would say Jake me and Jacob basically best friends in my mind. Like we share a lot of info together. We may not talk all the time, but when we do, we try and go deep and, and be there for each other or we'll call each other out of the blue and just be like, this shit's going on. Just need someone to talk to. And we'll, like yeah, if it's if it's real and in our lives, it's going to probably come out in the songs because I think we enjoy writing from our um, own life perspective. A lot of the time, pretty much all of the songs are written from our own perspectives. So um, yeah, I guess it's not a conscious ever, but it happens for sure. I feel like you almost have to be really close friends with someone to be traveling the world with them in in probably vans and buses and all of that, right? Like if you didn't get along, I feel like that would make things a lot worse. Yeah, I could definitely say we've seen the worst and the best of each other, for sure. <laughs> well, it's good that you're able to sort of bring out the best in each other as you sort of tour. And uh, 
yeah i i feel like touring from australia going to the uk and then hitting north america like that's a long time to sort of be on the road with people and long distance traveled and being away from friends and family back home is there any sort of part of that whole experience that you really enjoy and another part that you really hate this is definitely the longest time we like longest stint of time that we've been away together and away from home um so the the i really like love touring i it is my favorite thing to do i was really looking forward to being away from home just because like when we're home we still work our normal jobs and it's a very nice escape that we can come overseas and people give a fuck about our music it's like an incredible experience so i enjoy being here the hard part is like the days when you wake up and you just want to chill and watch netflix you kind of can't do that because you have to be playing a show or we're driving 18 hours to another city to play and we don't really get to see anything and you can't really just go and do anything fun and you run out of data so you can't even watch netflix all day um it does get hard sometimes and missing loved ones is always very hard especially when when you're missing like a friend's wedding or birthday or something like that that always gets hard but having like group of guys that you can turn to or even they can just let you go and be by yourself for the day um is really awesome how do you sort of keep having fun with all of that? Because I mean, you guys are out there having fun, playing fun songs, like with that extra, you know, needing that break and just wanting to watch Netflix. Like, is there anything that you guys do with one another that kind of keeps the spirits high when you're kind of getting towards the end of that tour? Ooh, let's see. We always try and find like a dope food spot. A food is like a comfort thing. I think for all of us and and all of us love eating. So if we can, even if we can go to a restaurant, that's cool. Or like find somewhere, a little nice cafe to eat at and we can just sit there in silence and just like enjoy that moment. It's always a good thing to keep it fresh and, or even just to wind down and like relax in each other's presence. Do you ever like uh, leave some extra dates in between just so you can actually sit in a city and, and enjoy it as you're on tour? So it kind of feels like, you know, Okay, cool. A little bit of a vacation. Yeah. So this this one, we we have about eight days between the UK run and the US run, and we're going straight to LA so we can have some wind down time between the tour. We would love to actually like have a three day break somewhere in the tour, but because um, I don't know, just something with routing and stuff, and we need to make some money to live, we don't really take that many days off, unfortunately. It sounds like that LA trip will will definitely be fun. Are you going to be uh, doing anything music-wise there, meeting with anybody, recording anything, or are you just sort of there to relax, have a few beers, and, and then hit the road again? Definitely have a few beers, see some friends, but we do, we are planning, see how we feel, but we are planning to try and maybe work on a new song or an idea or something like that um, with our producer, Sam. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but that's just like, Hey, you have some free time. Yeah, sure. Let's hang out and see what happens. Kind of vibe. I noticed, I mean, every piece of information when, when looking you guys up, including your Spotify page, you know, talks about going from, uh, being on a label to independent and talks about, you know, being chewed up from the music industry. <laughs> Is there sort of a particular, uh, story there? What exactly happened? Um, with obviously what you're allowed to talk about, because I know that that can kind of get iffy, but like, you know. Oh, no, we can talk about anything. We didn't have to sign any NDAs, like, to, to be honest, <laughs> which is pretty crazy because we could say whatever we want. But um, I would just say 
the biggest thing for us is like we really, really care about our music and we really, really care about what we do and we really, really love it. And along the way somewhere, like when you create a partnership or when you go into a partnership with someone, some it just like it's not really either person's fault, but there was a little bit of a divide and like the passion that was coming our way didn't feel the same as the passion that we were giving. So um, there was a bit of a divide and a loss of, uh, I guess, care of for what we were doing that well that's what it felt like to us anyway so i that's what that's how like the split kind of happened with our with our label which was like getting chewed up and spit out by the industry we do love to like uh have some like express ourselves in a certain way especially when we're writing those blurbs we do like to put a little bit more fun of a twist on it but um yeah it's just hard when you I'm assuming like everyone goes through it in their life when they get to a point where they're putting in all this work and they're not getting anything back it kind of feels a bit shitty. So that's kind of the point that we got to. And lucky we came to a semi amicable end. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you came to an amicable end because sort of, I guess the blurb and the way that uh, that sounds, it sounds like there might, it might not have been as amicable, but at the same time, I also know exactly where you're coming from when you say that, you know, you put so much care and love into your work and your songs and not feeling like you're getting the same thing back like that. That's like a, a tough sort of pill to swallow sometimes and a tough feeling, especially in a creative industry like music where, you know, you, you care so much about what you're doing. And I mean, if you didn't care so much, you wouldn't be touring and, you know, putting out albums and, and continuing and, and going through the grueling process of it all. Right. Of course, it's hard to it's hard to uh, disregard validation for your art. Like, it, like if you can do it, congratulations to you. But like, you play music and you want people to give a fuck about it, and it's hard when to to like let go of that thought process and let go of that idea, like of needing validation. So, um, yeah, it's it's it was it was a weird time but i'm glad that we're coming through the other side now we're working through it for sure what's the biggest difference now that you've noticed from being on a label to being independent um we have to kick our own asses a lot more to get shit done (laughs) (laughs) hence not knowing when this ep is coming out (laughs) (laughs) would you prefer being independent or would you be would you prefer being on a label and having that i guess forced push I think the risk of like being independent and the reward is a lot higher for sure. And I I enjoy that a lot because we're risking our own money and all that. And it's like all of our ideas. I mean, not that we were getting forced into any box when we were on a label, but like all our ideas and taking those risks and not, and basically we're the guiding force and not having anyone to check in with to be Mm -hmm. like, what do you guys think? Blah, blah, blah. Um, But also the label side, like being able to just be like, Hey, we want to do this and they can give you a bunch of money to go and do it is also very nice because like they're taking the risk on you. So I would say independent, especially if you can make it work is definitely the way to go. And like talking to other musicians, what would you sort of, I guess, recommend they do, uh, you know, focus more on being independent or, or push, get that label, I guess, experience or notch under your belt. I, w- I would say definitely focus on being independent for sure. Like if you, if you are doing like writing good songs and doing good work and playing six shows, like those people will come and go all the time. Like, and you got to make sure that everything is the right fit for you at the time. And if you can hold your own, 
that just means like if a time comes when you do get signed and then that ends up like dissipating, then you can always back yourself and go that road. And it's always good to know that stuff and be able to, to be able to like DIY it by yourself because in the end, you're just by yourself in this industry. Like you can get chewed up and spit out whenever, but if you can keep pushing through dark times and like get to those um, cool places by yourself, then the world's your oyster for sure. You've clearly made those connections with fans through your music and you've had a bunch of hits. Uh, is there any sort of interaction that you've had with fans that you've noticed that really stuck out? I, I remember there was like a few fans at the start when we started who ended up like after a couple of years, they ended up starting a band and like supporting us, which is pretty awesome to see. Like they were at our early shows and then we end up playing shows with them later on. So that's always fun. Like them coming to shows and being, and like getting into music and enjoying it and then wanting to do it for themselves and them having an outlet and being able to play shows together was really awesome. Any sort of other uh, connections that you feel like you've made through your music, whether it's fans or people in the industry? I would say a lot of, pretty much all of my friends a lot of my close friends now are people who i've met along the way people who like we have similar lifestyles and like understandings of each other and like living life on the road a lot of times is like having those connections and friends that we get to see when we go back overseas it's like going back into it's like seeing a long lost relative that you haven't seen in a long time i always love that's why i love going on tour because i can see all my friends that i made on the road is there anything that you really love about specific venues or anything that sort of makes it easier while you're on the road um you know have you made connections at venues that you're excited to sort of go back to and hang out with people um yeah there's a the owner of the hard luck in toronto so we played there along like the first time we played there was like 2018 i would say and i'm my background is greek and we're playing in this venue and i saw like a, a small picture of a greek flag behind the bar and i asked the bartender about it and they're like oh yeah the owner's greek and then he ended up rocking up at the end of the show like i saw him at the end of the show and he came up to merch and he walked straight up to me and he asked me like what my background was we started talking he was greek and then we, me and him just ended up doing shots for ages at the bar like he was just <laughs> buying me shots so every time we go back there it's always good to see those people um and see him as, as well yeah yeah toronto's one of those cities where this is where i'm from i'm based out of toronto and it's just one of those cities where it's so multicultural where you can just sort of walk into anywhere and uh it, i think it's one of the most multicultural places in the world are you excited to get back to the hard lock in toronto for sure I am very much so. Uh, I love that venue. Like, do do some shots with the owner. <laughs> except for the loading up the three flights of stairs. Other than that, I'm very excited to get there. <laughs> are you playing other types of venues that are similar to that throughout the tour? Is that one of the smaller or bigger venues that you're going to be at on the tour? Do you know much about the other venues? Um, we're playing. Yeah, a lot of the venues. It's interesting because a lot of the venues that we've that we're headlining now, we supported a bunch of bands on different tours out, which is awesome. Um, one I'm very excited to play is LPR in New York. We we played there with Seaway and with Con in like 2019. And I was just like, it'd be cool if we could headline this room and now we are. So it's it's awesome. And then the venue we're playing in Brighton, we played on our first ever tour with like Pacific and Rome. So I'm very excited to get back to that. Just like, it's going to be cool to see it from a different perspective. Like now we've been there a few times and, going back to all these venues and now we're the band that people are coming out to see it's it's a very very surreal feeling going like being overseas and being able to headline these rooms that we've only supported in this whole time so kind of feels like a full circle moment like even though like we've been working toward this for so long it's like weird that this time is now here <laughs> 
which is really exciting. And congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. With that being said, how did you decide who you wanted to bring along on this tour with you to sort of, I guess, give back? And, you know, you've toured with other bands, going to these venues. Now you're the headliner. Uh, How do you decide who you want to sort of give that shot to come and support you? We talked to a lot of bands, tried a lot of different supports. Sorry, Jake's just waving his penis at me while I'm doing this. Uh, we talked to a lot of bands, sorry, uh, trying to get the right bill. And like some bands couldn't make it happen. They were on other tours or they had other stuff clashing. Um, but when we, we've always loved Homesafe. Like even when we were writing the EP, there was songs that we listened to from Homesafe that we would like take little parts from and different like accents that would put on their stuff when added to our songs. And then we ended up meeting Ryan when we did the tour with knuckle park. And like on that tour, we're just like, you have to come on our headliner next year with us with home safe. And he was like down. So that was awesome that, that, that we got them and young culture. We've, we've toured with a few times now and we just absolutely love those guys and bringing them on the UK tour their first time here. And then we get to tour with them in the States. It's going to be so much fun. It's like, I don't know, when we first met him, we just instantly clicked and it was just a good time. So I'm glad that we ended up getting the tour that we did, even though we try to get so many other people. But it's good to have like a bunch of close friends coming out with us. That's awesome. That also must get a little bit dangerous uh, hanging out with so many good friends on the road doing crazy yeah, stuff, you know? For sure. I, I'm I'm very excited to see what happens. I, and I'm, you never know what's going to happen at any point with these guys. So. <laughs> well, one of them might whip out their dick. Yeah, well, that's 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 a given for sure. <laughs> like I said, we've seen every bit of each other, and that's just that's just a normal day to day thing. <laughs> we can't get that part onto YouTube, but that's a behind yeah, the scenes yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh, favorite up and coming artists that you have right now that you'd like to shout out? Lars, our photographer, showed me today uh, Saturdays at your place, a band that he really likes, and I've been digging been digging them a lot. Let me have a quick look through my Spotify. Webbed Wing, I've been like, I don't know if they're up and coming, but I've been listening to them a lot. And I've listened, been listening to a lot of Super American, to be honest. Um, Super American are great too. Those three, they, they've been in my staple for, for a while, but yeah, constantly smashing those guys. Yeah, because I feel like so many people are just uh, at the point where we all want new music recommendations, but don't really know where to get them. So I feel like, you know, talking to other artists who are doing the same thing you know they they like to give shout outs to their friends and other bands they're listening to and this is a great way for people to sort of check out new music and discover new people a band that we took on tour in australia recently um the guy who's done, done basically done the artwork for our tour posters a band's called besties and they've been killing it like for a long time here so Really excited to really excited to play with him all the time. Always excited to work with Max on like artwork and he's done the video clip for the new song. Um and they're really cool. So check those guys out. They're fucking awesome. You mentioned that the scene seems to be a little bit small in Australia, but any other Australian bands that are really killing it right now at home that just sort of aren't really getting that international love? I know I know I know them. It's just like off the top of my head right now, it's gonna be I'm gonna sound like I don't even listen to music. Uh, I'm like that too, though. Sometimes I just need to look at the Spotify playlists and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I listen to a lot of new music right now. I just can't remember some of these names. There's a band I really like uh, out of a city called Dear Seattle. They've been around for a while, but like they're an awesome band. Um, another band that came out with us called Grenade Jumper. 
They're really cool. I, I'm I was supposed to make a list of this because I did this on another a couple of other podcasts, and I'm like, I've got to get this right so I can go to it. But I never made that list, so <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. We got to get a playlist going. And yeah. uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time to to chat with me today. Really excited for your North America tour. Really excited to hear this new EP. Is there anything else that you want people to know or to check out before I let you go? Just. Keep an eye out for the new song. Follow us on socials, B-Y-A-M-A-U-S on everything. Um, yeah, keen to see you at a show. Buy some tickets and come hang out and crowd surf. Thank you for listening to Our Space with Matt Batiste. If you enjoyed yourself, please support the show by subscribing and leaving a review.